Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. You get three magazines mailed to you before they hit newsstands, including our legendary summer edition. And you get a year of access to Dave Campbell's Texan Live, our streaming service where you can watch thousands of live Texas high school events, including hundreds of live Texas high school football games. It's all part of a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscription. Get your today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Get on up with Dark and Bold from Community Coffee. Look for it at your local grocery or communitycoffee.com. Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment or medications if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Visit BeWellTexas.org. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by BCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or you're listening to the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Dutch of the Dorks, Miss 305. She threw a heck of a party this weekend. I saw on Instagram. She's actually pickle. I heard it went well. I heard it went well. It did. Yeah. yeah, we had a we threw a surprise party for my boyfriend and his best friend, and all surprises went off according to plan. Fantastic. Which is like the main. Like after that, there was nothing that could really ruin the surprise. You know. Like yeah. We we got it done. Fantastic. I'm glad to hear that. Thank you. Today is. Monday, September 11th, 2023. It is 73 days to Thanksgiving. Happy birthday, too. Do you have a friend who was born today? No. You don't have any September 11th friends? I don't know if I have any friends who were born September 11th, either. Today's the birthday of... Where's your famous My ex-boyfriend's brother was born on 9-11. All right. That's the only person I know that's actually been born Weird on brag. Happy birthday to Ludacris. Oh, nice. Today is the 46th birthday of... Fast and the Furious' own Ludicrous. It's episode 1,647. On today's show, folks, we got big show. Monday morning fallout. We're going to overreact to the football weekend. 
Then we're going to be joined by the head coach of the 3-0 San Antonio Reagan Rattlers. Coach Lyndon Hamilton will join us. We'll talk a little bit about Rattlers football down there in the Alamo City. Then we'll unveil the Week 4 Dave Campbell's Texas Football Associated Press official Texas High School football ranking. So we hope you will stick around for all of that fun. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was... Ed McElroy, Nick Morton, Daniel Agnew, and Tony Blaylock. Welcome in, fellas. Howdy, howdy. Thanks for joining us And on this Monday. And there's only one thing to do on Monday, Pickle, mm-hmm. and it's to overreact. Pickle, hit the air raid siren. It's time for Monday morning fallout. course when we overreact to the football weekend and a lot of overreacting to do I've, I've got my been cracking my knuckles been stretching get my overreacting shoes on I'm ready all right I'm ready let's start with my opening thought God's what you came for over the course of Friday night and Thursday night as well there were a number a lot of the big games across the Texas high school football landscape were these really interesting cross classification matchups um Obviously, a number of teams have started district play now. Even more of them will start in week four. But this was a good week for good cross-classification matchups. Mm-hmm. And I think in the instance of three of the biggest games of the week, three of the games that we were keeping our closest eye on, I think all six of them got what they wanted. Because we got to view these non-district games the same way the coaches view them, which is these are, these are building blocks. Yes, every team wants to win. Mm-hmm. That is not breaking news. Every team wants to win. But more importantly, these teams want to go in and get challenged, get pushed, face teams that are, gonna, that are going to make them sweat in different ways. And I think for three, for six teams in particular that I had my eye on, they got what they came for. Dangerfield and Timpson. Okay? Yes. Fantastic game. Down to the wire. If you didn't hear, Timpson wins on a last-second touchdown run by Terry Bussey, who they put in at quarterback on the last drive of the game for his first drive at quarterback this season. And he did that thing. This one weird trick to win a football game, and Kerry Thurwanger did it. Put in the game genie. And they won. But And so Timpson obviously feels good about that. I feel like Dangerfield, of course they'd rather have won that game. But I feel like they got what they came for. Mm-hmm. On the road against an elite team, took them to the wire, came up a play short on the road. Don't think there's anything wrong with that. Brock and Wimberley on Thursday night, same thing. There was a minute there where I thought Wimberley was going to run away with this thing. This game was on Texan Live. I was watching it pretty closely. Mm-hmm. It looked like Wimberley might run away with this thing. I thought you saw Brock's offense start to ignite. Obviously, this game came down to the wire, the final possession of the game. Wimberley pulls away with the win. Again, Brock would rather not be 1-2, and two, especially heading to Gunner this week. But, but I this think is not a situation that they haven't been in before with a crazy non-district schedule. 100%. And I think for both Brock and Wimberley, I think I think... All that said to me is, yeah, these teams are who we thought they were. Mm -hmm. They're both elite state championship contenders in their respective classifications. The last one was Refurio and Edna. Yep. Right? Refurio and Edna play a slam-bang affair, back and forth, goes to overtime, goes to double overtime, I think. And Edna, or Refurio, pulls out 
a two-point win. Get a win over Edna. Again, I think both teams feel really good coming out of that. Refurio, obviously, you punched up a full classification and took out a top 10 team, defended the home turf, and came away with gutty plays down the stretch. Nothing but good vibes in Refurio. I think Edna feels really good as well. Going on the road, decent little road trip to Refurio, a notoriously hard place to play, playing a team that with that kind of speed and matching up with them and going toe-to-toe with them. Of course, you don't want to lose to a smaller team, as is the case with Dangerfield and with Edna. But I think for all six of those teams, they all got what they wanted. They all got what they came for on Friday night. That's my opening thought. Game of the week. A lot to choose from, but mine has to be the other Thursday night affair besides Brock Wimberly, the one that ended up stealing the show. Frisco Lone Star 35, Frisco Reedy 32 in a district opener. If you did not hear how this game went down, it was a wild affair. Mm -hmm. Back and forth all night. Back and forth all night. Then what ends up happening is Reedy takes the lead on a touchdown pass with 51 seconds remaining. They, uh, 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 let's see, Braden Hernandez finds Connor McGrath for a 70-yard touchdown with 51 seconds remaining to take a 32-29 lead. They get the two-point conversion to go up three points. Mm -hmm. Lone Star, driving, driving. They convert a a fourth down near midfield. But then it stalls out on the Reedy 42. Too far to kick a field goal. Mm -hmm. That's a 59-yard field goal. Not going to work. I I don't care who their kicker is. I'm sure their kicker is great. You need, you, but so they got to go for the. They got to go. They got one play, and here's what happened on CW33. He runs, throws over the middle. It's caught. Five touchdown. No flags on the play. Winston Pollard, tonight's hero for the Lone Star Rangers as they win. A 42-yard walk-off touchdown pass from Colin Blackstock to Winston Pollard. Coach uh, Coach Jeff Rayburn after the game said they'd call that play slice, kind of draw the safety out, and then kind of hit it up the middle on the seam. And uh, Colin Blackstock laid it in beautifully. Winston Pollard, the game-winning and real argument to be made, district championship winning. Yeah. No kidding. 42-yard touchdown pass, a walk-off. Had to be the game of the week. The uh, shout out to to the producer and the director of that game for catching the the surrender cobra there oh, at no, the, the end. Oh no, the Reedy band. No, no. <laughs> anyway, poor game people. of the week. Game of the week. Yeah, Lone that was Star. awesome. Lone Star and Reedy. Am I overreacting? Probably. Is Texas back? Mm. I. Oof. They have all the familiar symptoms of back. Mm-hmm. That was. A masterpiece from Texas. Yeah. That's the largest home loss for Alabama since Saban's been there, correct? It snaps a 26-game home winning streak. A dot, like, make no mistake about it. It wasn't. That was, this was a real Texas is back moment. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're back. Time will tell. I may be overreacting. But that was a 
That's the kind of performance that when you're back, you do. Because they were very good defensively. Anthony Hill Jr., I, I don't need to tell you guys this, is a monster. Mm-hmm. Very good defensively. And offensively, Quinn Ewers looked like that guy. The receiver core really stepped up. They got some... And, and furthermore... I thought there were two key kind of spells in this game that were most important. One of them was when Alabama took the lead in the third quarter. They came back, they took the lead, for, I think, for the first time. And Texas immediately counterpunched. Mm-hmm. How many times does Alabama at home especially bury a team at that point? Yep. They immediately had a counterpunch. The other thing is that final drive. They're up 10, Texas gets the ball. And they just milk that clock. Yep. And they go on a, that was, long way to go now. Long way to go. That's a championship drive. Mm-hmm. And I know it didn't end in points, but it ended in something better, which is the victory formation. Mm-hmm. A dominant performance from Texas at Alabama. Now, now it gets fun for them. Now you got to go and prove that that wasn't that you're not a one game team. Mm-hmm. This is as close to back as we've seen Texas in a long time. Well, and I think something that has not gone unsaid, but just to continue to point it out, that was Quinn Ewers silencing a lot of people. Oh my god! Because gosh. you take a look back at the game beforehand against Rice, and every single person was going. Can Ewers throw a deep ball? Yeah. Like, he's supposed to be this five-star, incredible athlete. Where the hell is the deep ball? And he he went out there, and he told everybody to shut their mouth. And when's the last time that you've seen a Texas quarterback do that? Go out there with something to prove and proved it. Cole? Yeah, honestly. Really, really impressive from Texas. There's, no like, no two ways about it. Uh... No two ways about it. That was a really impressive performance mm-hmm. from Texas. And you just and Steve Sarkeesian called a hell of a game, too. Yeah, he did. He really did. It's time for the Dudes Rock Dude of the Week. Hashtag Dudes Rock. No. If you've got a dude who's a Dude of the Week candidate. <laughs> if you've got a dude who's rocking. <laughs> hashtag Dudes Rock. Tweet him to me. This week's Hashtag Dudes Rock Dude of the Week. Laredo United quarterback Atzel Chavez Jr. Mm-hmm. This dude went bananas in their 62-59 win on the road at Seguin. He threw for he went 31 of 42, 357 yards and five touchdowns passing, plus he ran for another touchdown. Congratulations to Atsel Chavez Jr. of Laredo United. This week's Dude's Rock Dude of the Week. Now, I'm, now it's time for Tepper's Play of the Week. We're also going to South Texas. And you know I love offensive linemen. Yes. They're not going to get the credit for this touchdown for Kingsville King in their win over Corpus Christi Ray. Terrell Jackson, T. Jackson, the running back, is going to get it. But they should get the credit. Mm-hmm. All right. Three minutes left. Everett. Or no, that's T. Jackson. And it, the line is just pushing. Pushing and pushing. Wow. Still pushing. Still, still pushing. Still pushing. Just like you draw it up, 
He was wrapped up. I looked at, I watched it like four or five times. He was wrapped up at the 42. Yes. <laughs> and they said, nope, and you're he not going to stop running. And he just got shoved all the way to the end zone. That so rules. again, T. Jackson, Terrell, Terrell Jackson, the running back for Kingsville King, is going to get the credit for the touchdown. Yes. Split that game ball five ways. Oh, okay. <laughs> Give it to each one of those big boys up front because the Kingsville King offensive line got the got my play of the week this week. Quick break for a hot take. Dana Holgerson is super fired, guys. Mm. He's so fired. Oh, man. That um, was just first awful. of all, congratulations to Rice. Mm. They were the better team on Friday, on yeah. Saturday. That's not debatable. They were up 28 0. They coughed up a lead and then ended up going to overtime and coming away with a win to win their first Bayou Buckets 2010. Fabulous. Congratulations to Rice. They rushed the field understandably. That's a big, big, big win for Mike Bloomgren and that staff. Congratulations to the Owls. This is the kind of loss that gets you fired. This is the kind of loss that makes the money people real mad. Mm -hmm. You can't lose to Rice. Especially after going out there and beating UTSA the week before. By the way. What happened? I mean, here's the thing. I've thought about that a lot. So they... They they basically they beat UTSA. They were like three plays away from losing that game, right? Mm-hmm. It's UTSA. If they're zero and two, is he fired now? Yeah, I mean he might be because here's the deal: they've got TCU coming up this week at home, their first Big Twelve matchup since entering the thing. That's not looking good. Then you go out against Sam Houston. What happens if they if they drop against Sam Houston? And I I'll tell you this: he's, by he's the way, gone. Sam Houston, their defense is stingy. Yep. I do not it's like a the big buyout, but they've got the donors to be able to get that. Now out they're of in there. the Big Twelve. Yeah, Mm-mm. as I, there's no hope against TCU this week. That's a that is a bad that's a bad loss for Houston. Mm-hmm. Ready for your huh of the week? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Lake Highlands fifty-one, Highland Park forty-one. Let me make sure I get this right. So Highland Park hosts state-ranked Louisville last week, mm-hmm. and. Me, like a dum-dum, I'm out there saying, ah, well, this is when Louisville walks into Highlander Stadium and, and gets, gets a win. Mm-hmm. The, Highland Park comes away and, and looks the part, looks fantastic in their win, right? The next week, they take on Lake Highlands, and they give up 51 points. They give up 616 yards of total offense. Mm-hmm. And Lake Highlands looks like a world beater. Trip Holly was great. Deontay Dean, their running back, ran for 376. Yeah. Lake Highlands is pretty good. I don't want to take anything away from the Wildcats. They are pretty good. They are now 2-1. But that definitely got my huh of the week. It also finished on Saturday because of mm-hmm. the lightning. Yep. Um, yeah, if you missed that one, you can go back and watch it live on Texan Live. <laughs> Time for your wild stat of the week. Honeygrove and Tidehaven have combined to outscore their opponents 269 to nothing. <laughs> this has been your wild stat of the week. They're 5-0, and oh, by the way, if you can nice. tell. Tidehaven, two, six, uh, Tidehaven and Honeygrove combined to uh, outscore their opponents 269 to nothing. Five games. Impressive stuff. Now it's time... For perhaps the most treasured segment in Monday Morning Fallout, the Matt Step, he got that dog in him, Player of the Week. And now, the Matt Step, he got that dog in him, Player of the Week. 
Hey y'all, this is Matt Stepp with Dave Campbell's Texas Football, live at Kincaid Stadium here in Dallas, getting ready for DeSoto South Oak Cliff, and it's time for the Matt Stepp Week 3, he got that dog in him award winner, and that award winner this week is none other than Texarkana Pleasant Grove quarterback, defensive back, Akari Johnson. Akari Johnson today's win over Midland Christian, ran for two scores, threw for two others, and played a great game on the defensive side of the ball. Congrats, Akari. You, sir, have got that dog in you. This has been the Matt Stepp he got that dog in him player of the week. Congratulations to Akari Johnson of Pleasant Grove, this week's recipient of the Matt Stepp he got that dog in him player of the week. You have my attention, Willis. They're balling. Wildcats went on the road to New Caney in a district game and mollywopped New Caney. 54-21. You know about DJ Lagway, and he was great. 339 yards, five touchdowns passing, another 62 on the ground. But they're a lot more than just him. Terry Lawrence, their running back, can go. They got another running back in, um, uh, I believe it's Darius Johnson, DeLeon Johnson, who can go. DeBron Hampton at the wide receiver spot. And they they can play some defense, y'all, too. Yeah. Willis has my attention. They should have your attention, too. Get excited for Albany and Hawley this week. God, I love this game. How about a matchup of defending 2A state champs um, out there in the big country? They played in they played last year in the regular mm-hmm, season. Mm-hmm. And Albany was really banged up, if I remember correctly, and Hawley got the win. But it ended up being a matchup of eventual state champs. So, like... What do you take from that? Fascinating matchup here, Albany and Hawley. Um, and Hawley appears to have figured things out. That was I was a little cautious about them after because they lost to Jim Ned in week one. Mm-hmm. And then they look kind of shaky against Lubbock Roosevelt in week two. They Maybe they figured things out, but Albany's coming to town. They're going to be a tough test. Final thought. Texas State and UTSA is why college football is great and why realignment sucks. College football, the magic of college football, is at its core regional. Yep. It is supposed to be about you playing teams that are near you. And what you saw at Texas State and UTSA is the perfect example of that. Those are two teams that are not in the same conference, yep. right? But they are, and, and, and they're two relatively young FBS programs. Mm-hmm. Both came up to the FBS ranks at the same time, 2012. But... They have formed this rivalry. I know UTSA fans will say, well, Texas State's never beaten us, so it's not a rivalry. It's a rivalry. Get over it. There is that kind of animosity between those two programs, and it it's only comes because of regionality, because you're fighting over the same turf. And that's what makes college football great, is that regionality. It's also why all this realignment and Washington playing Penn State in conference play doesn't make any sense and it takes away from the magic of college football. It's okay to say that just because it makes sense on the balance sheet doesn't mean that it's good for college football. What as I was watching Texas State and UTSA and just seeing the scene down there, it it reminded me that that is the magic of college football. And with all this realignment, we're getting robbed of a lot of it and that sucks. That's Monday morning fallout. We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Coming up here in just a moment, we'll be joined by San Antonio Reagan head coach Lyndon Hamilton to talk about his 3-0 Rattlers. But first, a word from these goods and services. 
born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR Now. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR Now. I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, even at home. We provide compassionate, caring support virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas, we're glad you're here. Back here on Texas Football Today, getting ready for week four of the Texas high school football season as we overreact to week three. Going to be joined by San Antonio Reagan head coach Lyndon Hamilton uh, in just a moment. It was a, a remarkable week, once again, of Texas high school football across the state. Uh, a fair amount of shakeups, as you'll see in our week four Texas high school football rankings coming up here in just a moment. Uh, we'll have that coming up here in just a bit. Uh, but it is, a, uh, it is time now, Pickle. Let's go to the hotline. And let's welcome in the head coach of the 3-0 and San Antonio Reagan Rattlers, joined by Coach Lyndon Hamilton. Coach, how are you? I'm doing well. How's it going? Going great. How are things in the Alamo City? Uh, we're, we're moving right along in our off week. Uh, the Reagan Rattlers are just trying to get better on a Monday and had a, a good weight, weight workout this morning and got a good run in and lift, so... Um, just trying to continue to, to stay the course. Uh, you you got to be feeling pretty good, especially, you know, the first two wins over Smithson Valley and Round Rock, impressive. But this past one over Clark, most importantly, a district contest. Uh, that's a that's a better than that's a better than maybe their record indicates Clark squad. Um, I'm, I'm interested in what you came away from Friday night's win over uh, over the Cougars uh, feeling like, um, you know, we. We did some things that were a little bit uncharacteristic early. You know, it was a really close game um, the first half, and then uh, we didn't touch the ball for a while in the third quarter. But, you know, we, we found out that we are pretty explosive, and when uh, our, our playmakers get a ball in their hands, they're pretty good. And in that early third, the late third quarter and, and early fourth, um, just had kids do what we need to do on the offensive side of the ball. And then we had two defensive touchdowns late 
in the fourth and kind of got out of our own way a little bit. And, uh, you know, at halftime we went in and just we told them that we just need to play with confidence and, and play Reagan football and ended up having a pretty good pretty good win over. And, you know, on tape, uh, Clark is a, is a really good football team. And I told the kids that and ended up, you know, being 1-0 in district, which is what you want to be going into doing open week in, in week four. One of the one of the guys who really shined for you was your your junior running back Cole Pryor, 187 yards and a pair a pair of touchdowns on the ground, also a threat out of the backfield. This is a, a guy who I know you guys are really excited about. What what is it about Cole Pryor that that makes him special? Uh, he's just so humble. That's that's one of the best characteristics that I, I can tell you about him is he he's extremely explosive. He has great ball security. He has great vision. Um, he runs the inside and outside zone very well, but he's just such a, a hardworking, humble kid. You know, you wouldn't know it that he had four touchdowns in the round rock game and two last game. He just carries himself very matter of fact and um, every day just goes to work and he's a grinder. We talked about it. He and I had a, a little little one-on-one while ago after our weight workout and we talked about just the fact that, you know, he just goes about his business, does his job, and I'm extremely proud of him and told him to just continue to stay the course and good things are going to happen for him down the road. Talk with Lyndon Hamilton, the head coach of the San Antonio Reagan Rattlers here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation at hashtag TF Today. Coach, uh, on the defensive side, you mentioned that you guys really bowed up against a, a good Clark squad. This is a defense that brought back seven starters uh, off of last year's squad. Um, I am, I'm, I'm curious what you've seen from your defense so far that has you encouraged moving forward. Uh, you know, we were a little bit concerned going into the season. We had, you know, three kids uh, that all went to the next level and played. And we knew that we had some kids coming back on the D-line that could fill those shoes. But, you know, we didn't know how long it was going to take for them to all kind of be a cohesive unit. And the, the Azawalu kid and the Hector Uchi kid and Castro, those are all three seniors that are starting for us right now that are really doing an amazing job of making sure that we don't lose the line of scrimmage. And then our, our, our linebacker core um, – They've been doing a great job. The Bassessi kid, number 40, and then 42, the Jet Thompson kid. Both those kids returned from last year's squad. Um, they're, they're, they're stopping the run pretty good. I think we gave up, I don't know, something like 22 yards uh, on the ground last last week. So um, we, we like what we're, we're getting out of our front. And, you know, in the secondary, um, we're still tying up a few loose ends, and, and we're going to work on that this week um, in our open week. So, Hopefully, as we go into our fourth game, uh, we will continue to, to get better. Uh, you know, you mentioned the open date. It, it is, it's a relatively early open date here in, in week four. Uh, what are, at 2-0, and feeling good, or 3-0, and rather, feeling good about, about things moving forward, what are you looking to accomplish this week to, to get you guys ready for what's going to be a difficult run through your district? Uh, for one thing, we've got to clean up communication, mm-hmm. especially in the back end on defense. Um, you know, we've got to continue to build depth. Uh, we had a couple of – we actually had one season-ending injury in the Clark game and um, not really what you want to have, but, you know, next man up mentality. So uh, we need to clean up our communication on both sides of the ball and, and just make sure that, that uh, as we move forward that guys understand they're one play away from being called up and uh, getting, getting to be that next man. He's Lyndon Hamilton. He's the head coach of the 3-0 and San Antonio Reagan Rattlers. Coach, we sure appreciate your time. Know you're busy these, this time of year. Uh, congratulations again on 3-0, and and uh, enjoy your you open bet. date, and best of luck down the road. Appreciate you. There, Strike them. There he goes, Lyndon Hamilton, head coach of the San Antonio Reagan Rattlers. 3-0. and
And um, I can tease this. Maybe stick around for the 6A rankings. Hmm. Wink. What could that possibly be? See what happens. Uh, but anyway, we appreciate Lyndon Hamilton. Done a great job down there and, and a really important kind of week uh, first win there in District 28-6A. Uh, lots of, you know, bigger bigger fish to fry down the road, right? Brandeis, Johnson, you know, Churchill's off to a really nice start as well. Madison, too. But you got to stack those wins especially. And, and to they were down, I want to say, 14-10 going into the uh, fourth quarter, and they rattled off the final 28 of the game. And that is impressive stuff there from the from the Rattlers and a, uh, a, a well-earned open date coming up this week. We appreciate Coach Hamilton's time. We're at Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Coming up here in just a moment, the official Dave Campbell's Texas Football Associated Press, Texas High School Football State Rankings. But first, let's find out who's up for the Week 4 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, in conjunction with the Tax Act Texas Bowl, is proud to give the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week award presented by Kroger to the most deserving high schooler in the state of Texas. Each week, TexasFootball.com announces 10 candidates for that week's award based on the previous week's on-field performance. Congratulations to this week's 10 nominees. Fans, be sure to vote for the player you believe should be the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week at TexasFootball.com. Voting closes Friday at noon with the winner announced shortly after on texasfootball.com thanks to kroger and the tax act texas bowl for their continued support of texas high school football and the mr texas football player of the week award back here on dave campbell's texas football today where there's one last thing to do pickle and that is to unveil the week four dave campbell's texas football associated press statewide texas high school football rankings uh it's compiled by the dave campbell's texas football staff we've published the most respected texas high school football rankings for decades and we are the official rankings provider of the associated press you can find complete rankings at texasfootball.com slash rankings let's not wait anymore pickle let's check out the class 6a rankings where five new teams enter the rankings in week number four all down at the bottom four teams crash out of the rankings number nine prosper uh crashes out of the rankings number 13 klein collins number 22 bridgeland number 23 spring westfield number 24 highland park all find their way out of the rankings as a result there's a few move ups biggest mover here is midland legacy an impressive win over abilene they jump five spots up from number 25 to number 20 but the five new teams number 21 dickinson back into the rankings uh, with a big win over pasadena adobe willis enters the rankings for the first time at number 22 after their win over New Canaan to move to 3-0. The aforementioned San Antonio Reagan is the number 23 ranked team in Class 6A entering Week 4. Tomball Memorial is in the rankings for the first time at 3-0 with a 36-3 win over Aldine Eisenhower. And Sheldon C.E. King, big winners over, over Pearland. That earns them the number 25 spot in the Class 6A rankings. The top five unchanged, Duncanville, Galena Park North Shore, DeSoto, Austin Westlake, and Austin Vandegrift are your top five teams in Class 6A. On to 5A pickle. In 5A Division One, the top five unchanged. Longview, Arlito, Longview, Mansfield, Timberview, Port Arthur Memorial, and Fullshire. We did have two teams leave the rankings here. Number six, Frisco Reedy drops out after their heartbreaking loss to Frisco Lone Star. 
who um, vaults back into the rankings there at number 10. And number 9, Abilene crashes out after losing to Midland Legacy. That nudges everyone up a spot, Denton Ryan up to 6, Smithson Valley up to 7. Red Oak enters the rankings for the first time with their win over Lake Belton, a thriller. They win it, and they are up to 3-0 and and number 8. Uh, PSJ North nudges up a spot to number 9, and Frisco Lone Star, as we mentioned, back into the rankings at number 10 with their heart-stopping win over Frisco Reedy. 5A Division 2 now. Number two, South Oak Cliff, crashes out of the rankings with their uh, lopsided loss to DeSoto, as does number five, Lovejoy, with their loss to North Crowley. Uh, everyone moves up for Ben Marshall, up to number two in the rankings. Frisco Emerson, an impressive kind of wild back-and-forth win over Frisco Panther Creek. They are up to number three. Montgomery Lake Creek up two spots to number four. Midlothian Heritage up two spots. Texas High up two spots. Port Nations Groves up two spots. Liberty Hill up two spots. And there are two new teams into the rankings. At number nine, the Wichita. Wichita Falls Rider Raiders enter the rankings for the first time with their big win over Lubbock Coronado. They are at number nine. And into the rankings for the first time, G-Port, the Gregory Portland Wildcats, into the rankings at number 10 with their big win over Victoria East to move to 3-0. On to 4A we go, where 4A Division I, there is literally nothing to say. All 10 of the teams either won or, in the case of Anna, were idle. Everyone stays exactly the same. Your top five unchanged. Tyler Chapel Hill, Anna, China Spring, Bernie, and Salina. Keep an eye on Anna versus Salina this week. That will be fun. 4A Division 2, similarly chalky for the most part. Carthage, Silsby, Pleasant Grove, Quero, and Wimberley are your top five. They remain the same. Hampshire, Finette moves up a spot with their win over Cold Spring Oakhurst. Graham moves up a spot with their win over Glen Rose. Uh, it was number eight, Jasper, who lost and crashed out of the rankings. And in their place, Gilmer re-enters the rankings by getting in the win column with a 43-40 win over a good Paris squad. To 3A we go. 3A Division 1 had to do a little bit of facelift. Brock loses to Wimberley to drop to 1 and 2. We drop them one spot from number 2 to number 3 as a result. Columbus vaults all the way up from number 4 to number 2. Malakoff moves up a spot to, to uh, over uh, with their win over Salado. Hitchcock also up a spot. Winsboro up a spot. Paradise up a spot. Jimnette up a spot. Edna loses in double overtime to Refurio by a point. We drop them from number 3 to number 6. Or I'm sorry, to number 9. Six spots all the way down to number 9, but keep them in. Yoakum loses a one-score game to a 4A Division II state-ranked Quero squad. We think that's good enough to keep them at number 10 for now. 3A Division II, top five entirely unchanged. Canadian, Gunner, Tidehaven, Wall, and Hooks. That is despite Wall and Hooks losing to uh, to bigger teams. Wall lost 17-14 to Jim Ned. Hooks lost 21-13 to uh, Winsboro. Both larger than them, both one-score games, and quite frankly, I don't know if there was anybody who did anything to really warrant them getting vaulted over them. Newton was idle. They're still 1-0 on the year. Comanche up two spots with a win over early. Dangerfield, a one-score loss at Timpson. We keep them the same at number eight. Troop up a spot to number uh, to number nine uh, with their win over Buffalo. Uh, it was number six Harmony who crashed out of the rankings. Uh, as a result, that opens up a spot for Poth to re-enter the rankings with a dominant win over Shiner. Poth now two and one on the year. To two A we go. Two A was interesting, and it really centers around one team because there's only one team in the top ten that lost, and it was Toller. 
Puller lost to Dallas Christian 37-6. It's hard to know what to do with that. That's a state-ranked private school team, as you'll see here in a moment. We dropped them from number three to number five. Uh, we still believe in Toller. Got a big game coming up here this week. Uh, excited to see uh, if they can bounce back. Uh, Toller will be playing. I knew this. Toller is playing. Um, no, that's the wrong spreadsheet, dum-dum. <laughs> Toller is playing Comanche. Uh, an opportunity to get right back into it. This is a wait-and-see moment for them, but as a result, we dropped them to number five. Centerville and Holly each nudge up a spot to number three and number four, respectively. On to 2A Division Two. the top six unchanged. Albany, Mart, New Home, Collinsville, Wellington, and Chilton. Number eight, Granger, and number nine, Fall City, crash out of the rankings. Sunray moves up three spots to number seven. Lovelady enters the rankings for the first time at number eight with a dominant win over Iola. Uh, they are now 3-0. and Wink loses to Alpine, 19-18. As a bigger than them, that school is bigger than them. It was a one-point game. I believe it was on the road too. Um, I am in, we are inclined to give them a little bit of a break. They dropped two spots to number nine, but hang on to a spot in the rankings and re-entering the rankings at number ten, the Bremont Tigers, who got back on the good foot with a win over Grapeland to move to two and one on the year. In the six-man ranks, we knew, we go. We knew there was going to be movement because there were so many uh, there were so many top ten matchups in one A Division one, uh, and as a result, the top four it, it actually held pretty much to chalk. Knox City beat May. Westbrook beat Rankin. Uh, Westbrook was very dominant in their win over Rankin, but we still have to. They lost head to head to Knox City. As a result, they have to stay number four. Jonesboro moves up two spots by beating Austin St. Stevens in emphatic fashion. Rankin drops a spot with their loss to Westbrook. Happy up a spot with their win over Spring Lake Earth. That drops Spring Lake Earth one spot to number ten. May drops two spots with their fifty point loss to May or to Knox City. Whiteface moves up a spot with their win over Valley. It's the same ten teams just jumbled around there at the bottom to reflect this we, this most recent group of uh, results. To 1A Division 2 we go where there's only one change. Whit Herald does beat Silverton 44-39, to but Richland Springs has looked more impressive over the course of this. As a result, we flip-flop them. Richland Springs moves up a spot to number 7. Whit Herald drops a spot to number 8. The rest of it unchanged. Your top 5 still. Benjamin Ogles beat Jayton, Cherokee, and Newcastle. Big game this week, by the way. Newcastle is playing Jonesboro. It'll be a big game. Finally, the private school ranks we go. The 11-man ranks entirely unchanged. Houston St. Thomas and Austin Regents were idle. They keep their spots. Dallas Christian, the aforementioned Dallas Christian, holds on to their spot at number three. Lubbock Christian and Bel Air Episcopal, both big winners. They are number four and number five, respectively. And to the private school six-man ranks, there is a newcomer. Uh, Abilene Christian loses to Benjamin and crashes out of the top five. For uh, a Pasadena First Baptist, an impressive win over Austin Veritas. Fourth Covenant Classical now gets a chance at Austin Veritas this week. Austin Hill Country moves up a spot with their win over Fredericksburg Heritage. Conroe Covenant up a spot to number four. And new to the rankings, Bastrop Tribe consolidated. Big winners over Waco Syntex. They are now the number five team in the private school six-man rankings. So there you have it. Your week four, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Associated Press, Texas High School Football State Rankings. You can find the complete rankings at texasfootball.com slash rankings. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. 
Um, if you're a college football fan, texasfootball.com has a new cool little feature. Um, it, if you go to our college team pages, if you go to the top mm. and click college and then right under it, it's going to be teams. We have completely redesigned our college team pages. There's a ton of information on their popular articles, team previews, um, schedule, depth chart, roster, all of that is on there. So go check those out because the pages are awesome. Yes, go check out the, the team pages. They're very, very cool. Um, and uh, spend a lot of time on them too. So go check those out, the, the team pages. And the um, go check out the high school team pages too. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Yeah. See if there's some new features on those team pages that Which we've uh, stinking rocks. Check that out. Anyway, let's go to a press. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DTTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Lyndon Hamilton, the head coach of the now state-ranked San Antonio Reagan Rattlers for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Thank you.